and Joanna's mics are on. Okay, it's 5 p.m. So I will call the piece We are not town. ready. We're not live on YouTube yet. If I could ask you to pause, please. It says it's recording. Holster the gavel. <laughs> That's on the Zoom side. I'm going to pause the recording. Um, and Ms. Modi would be leading us through this. Yes, thank you. I am here to present a referral from Northern Sunrise County. We've received this referral uh, based on our intramunicipal development plan. And it's an amendment to their area structure plan, the Sunrise Gateway Business Park. The proposed amendment um, provides for the development of an interior commercial road within phase three of their area structure plan. Uh, and that road was not previously provided for within the plan. And you can see the, the area in question um, on figure one where I've added a, a yellow line essentially mimicking the alignment of the road and also in the attached bylaw, uh, which is attached to the request for decision. The road provides connectivity between Woods Road and Sunrise Road, and it borders existing developed lands, uh, the RV Park that is at the top of the hill, and future highway commercial lands as prescribed by the future land use concept of the plan. Uh, this area structure plan is part of the MD's municipal planning framework, and it must be consistent with the direction that's established by the intermunicipal development plan as well as their municipal development plan. Um, however, our IDP was drafted and adopted after this area structure plan. And so this area structure plan was taken into consideration when, um, when we adopted the IDP. So the future land use that's currently in the IDP and that is in this area structure plan are consistent and the proposed change uh, is minimal and doesn't significantly affect that future land use direction. Uh, as such, the town does not have any significant concerns about the the proposed addition of this road, provided that the uh, county follows their area structure plan, uh, which provides for a certain level of road construction standard, as well as ensuring that uh, stormwater flows are mitigated, consistent with the, their policy 824 in the area structure plan. So we have drafted a response, which is attached to the request for decision um, that we would provide to the county uh, should council agree with the uh, the direction in it. Uh, and that is consistent with the town's IDP referral policy, which directs that when we receive a statutory plan referral, uh, that we draft a proposed re response for council's consideration. So we have a couple of options this evening. Uh, the first is that council direct administration to provide the drafted response. Uh, and this advantage, the advantages of this are that we are providing substantive feedback to the county considering how the proposed area structure plan will impact the town. And one of our main concerns as always is with stormwater flows coming from the county into the town. And it also relates the feedback directly to the intermunicipal development plan. Alternatively, council could direct administration as to any required changes to our proposed uh, direction or proposed feedback to the county. Uh, this would allow us to provide future feedback or further feedback uh, per council's direction 
uh, but it might delay the bylaw process uh, as we might need to bring that feedback back to council for your consideration before we provided it to the county. And finally, council could direct administration to indicate to the county that we have no comments on the proposed bylaw. Uh, this does not provide any feedback related to the area structure plan or related to the intermunicipal development plan. So kind of misses the, the mark in terms of the opportunity that the IDP affords us to provide feedback. So it's administration's recommendation that council direct administration to provide the town of Peace River response to bylaw number 369-21 referral to Northern Sunrise County as drafted. I can take any questions that council might have. Mr. Needham. Yes, thanks, uh, Ms. Morty. Uh, very clear and precise presentation, but seeing that we have nothing but time this evening, uh, I'd like to dive into this a little bit. So if I may, so uh, yes, it's a small road and normally this, this is no big deal, but it's sort of the cumulative impact of all of these roads. So my question, and I'm just reading the note here, uh, in terms of the mitigation and policy uh, 824. So is the mitigation that they're proposing, is their mitigation a stormwater pond or do they divert water north into Paps Creek or south into the heart? Or do you know the answer to those questions? Um, I can speak a little bit to that and then possibly if uh, Mr. McQuaig has anything he wants to add. And then can, I have- uh, You can jump well, in. Well, you're collecting your thoughts, uh, mm -hmm. allow me to ramble. So uh, again, not a big deal. I did read your suggested letter back to Northern Sunrise. And I guess my only issue is, and I'll wait for your response on where the water is going and, the, and what the mitigation is, but we've got a Paps Creek study underway. And it seems to me that this is, if there's no urgency to do this, I don't know why we would we would proceed with it. Uh, why, again, I, as I said before, it's a small, a small piece of infrastructure, but in total, when you add up all of these little pieces, it begins to amount to something. And again, I drive by the county office, I see miles and miles and miles of silver pipe up there. Uh, we've got a Paps Creek uh, study underway and all of us have lived through the floods that we've had here and it's it's not fun. So I guess my question, uh, I should uh, pause here, Ms. Modi. Uh, are you familiar with where the water's going? Is it going north? Is it going south? Or is there a separate pond? And is there an opportunity to uh, pause this development until we hear more about the Paps Creek study? Yeah, so I will say a few things there. Um, and I think if council is willing, I will, share my screen so that we can point to specifically. So this is the road and I'll see if I can increase the size a little bit. So the road is approximately here. There are existing stormwater ponds here and here. Uh, and I believe both of those would feed into Pat's Creek. The Heart River is on, the Heart River Valley is on the other side of the highway. So it would logically follow that this is going into Pat's Creek. Um, the other thing that I will just highlight is that policy 824 talks about ensuring that stormwater flows are not exceeding pre-development rates. 
So when we're pointing to that, we're asking them to make sure that their stormwater is, that the, the development of the road isn't actually affecting or increasing the stormwater that's going into the, the system or effect, affecting the rate. Um, so that would mean that they would need to be using their storm infrastructure to, to ensure that it's handling that extra volume that would be coming off of the road. Well, thank you. That clarification makes me, uh, uh, makes me uh, feel much better in terms of what the potential impact is. So yes, that drawing certainly shows the, the ponds in greater detail and uh, uh, it, it sounds as though the risk is, uh, is minimal. So thank, thanks for that. That, that was my question, uh, Your Worship. Thank you. Um, any other information to be brought forth or councillor questions? Would someone care to move a motion or resolution? Uh, your Worship, if none of my colleagues jump in, I did read the proposed draft letter and I'm uh, just scrolling down to it now, but uh, I, if you would allow me to get to it, I, I'm in agreement with the proposed letter. So my motion would be that uh, the letter drafted on September the 23rd, it's addressed to Jennifer Regal. It's in our briefing package. My motion would be that we accept that uh, letter as presented. Thank you. Any other discussion? All those in favor of the motion? It is carried, thank you. Thank you. Okay, um, the next one, we have a request for a decision with respect to the Sisters in Spirit Walk and Orange Shirt Day. And Ms. Bell, maybe? Thank you, Your Worship. Uh, the report is uh, very timely. We have Orange Shirt Day coming up on this Thursday, the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. And there are a number of events being held in the community um, as a partner in that organizing. Uh, the Town of Peace River is a part of the Peace River Aboriginal Interagency Committee and also on the subcommittee, the TRC subcommittee. Um, there's a pipe ceremony being held at St. Augustine's Mission at 1 p.m. on the 30th as part of the um, impact of the residential school at that site. There is some work that the town has been involved with uh, at the location, which has been paused until there's further activities going on with Treaty 8 taking a lead at the site. Therefore, we're having a small pipe ceremony at that location. Um, Riverfront Park event is at 3 p.m. Well, it starts at 3 p.m. until 8 p.m. Um, and then there is a request from the PRAC committee to invite and ask council member to bring greetings for the Sisters in Spirit March, which is on October, Monday, October 4th. So the request uh, before council this evening is uh, an, an, an enabling motion for both events for all members of council to attend and also a designate uh, for each day to bring greetings on behalf of the town of Peace River. Okay, any questions, councillors? And uh, just to add a bit to that, um, the pipe ceremony at St. Augustine Mission um, is being held with COVID in mind. So it's likely instead of 
it's going to be an observation of a pipe ceremony a little bit more than a participation in a pipe ceremony. Mm. So that's good. And also at the park, um, COVID is uh, in mind of the organizers and uh, they are uh, facilitating the arrangements that way. So any further questions? Would someone care to? Uh, Madam Deputy Mayor, I see that it says that the Sisters in Spirit Walk is on October 4th this year. Tanya, is that a council meeting day? It is the GNP date. It is the GNP date. It is date. the GNP date. Yes. That's a fine catch. <laughs> yeah, I, I've pretty been pretty consistent in attending that every mm -hmm. year. Um, mm -hmm. Any any chance that we could bump the sister the GMP one hour to six o'clock? Is that possible? What if we like the other day? I had to go to a minister's meeting and I missed part of a meeting. So what if we just kind of send send one representative? Well, and I know that Tom has has been making the speech at the Sisters in Spirit Walk every year because I've been there and he's been there. Um, yeah. Would would, would one hour do, would one hour do it? Yeah, it would probably get through some of the speech, but not the ceremony part. They're intending to have a round dance. Um, maybe tobacco offering, uh, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. The um, other parts of that day, uh, they're looking at, um, uh, let's see, no, it was the other day. I'll say something about September 30th after this, just another bit of information. So uh, what's uh, the will of, or the thoughts on trying to move the GNP to 6 p.m., 6.30? 6.30 maybe. I'm okay moving the time. Make it seven. Yeah, we that would be ideal. We all have to get home and get logged in and all that other stuff too, right? So it's right, right, yeah. Change it, change it to seven. I, I'm speaking off the cuff, but I presume that if we start at seven, we're going to be done by eight o'clock. That's that's a hint to the organizers of the GMP meeting. <laughs> oh, you did catch it. That's <laughs> okay, so uh, Mr. Ford. What about pushing the GMP till Tuesday? No. It seems to me other things are going on. I think I might have another meeting on Tuesday. But. Mm -hmm. or, Orin, Orin's got to get up at five in the morning. Yeah. Well, I could. It's a tentative date for me on the, on the 5th. So is anybody participating in any um, forms or things like that on the 5th? I don't, okay. Okay, so we've had two thoughts. Uh, move the GNP on September 4th to, I heard 7 p.m. or uh, re uh, redo it on the 5th, which is um, the Tuesday. I would say do it later because everyone's got their Monday planned for anyways. Yes, yeah, agreed. Monday's always empty, but yeah. I can't make guarantees for Tuesday for well myself and then there's probably lots of other people around the table that already have things so okay so how about first of all we have a motion with respect to the briefing note and then we'll deal with the gmp as we have to uh councillor downing thank you madam De deputy mayor 
I'd like to make a motion that we enable uh, all members of council to attend the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation events on September 30th. And the Sisters in Spirit Walk on October 4th, dependent on our decision. What do I want? Just get rid of that just, end of the motion? Yeah. Yeah, okay, just, yeah. okay. To attend uh, all the events on the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation on September 30th. Okay. And um, council is would designate a representatives to speak at each event. And we could, if the motion passes, we can speak to that after okay any further discussion on the motion all those in favor of the motion favor great it's carried okay so first of all um designating a representative to speak at each event um as councillor downing has mentioned uh, mayor Ta or tarpe has usually spoken so madam deputy mayor yes I, I would like to suggest before we make a motion on it that you make this that you present at the September 30th events you've spent a lot of time working with that group um, and I think that they recognize you as being part of the leadership in that for the TRC work in our town um, well I, I was intending to attend so yes it's doable for me on the 30th uh, what's the suggestion for October 4th and I'd like to suggest, sorry, Byron, you go ahead. Oh, if you were going to say if that was the generally the mayor's um, mm -hmm. thing, we could uh, ask we him could, first uh, and see. You could do uh, his worship or um, a desi designate just in case he can't. And then you're covered both bases that way. Okay. Do we need a motion that actually says these things? Or it's just so. understood because we passed the first one. We're good. We've always had it tucked into the other motion, but I don't think it's required. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we've. Uh, I will do the September thirtieth, and Tom or designate will do October fourth. Great. Thank you for that, and um, thank you for Miss Bell or Miss Bell for. Um, Helping the cause on those days. Uh, I Madam noticed, Deputy Mayor, I mm. think we need a motion on changing the time of our the fourth meeting. Did we do that or we no, didn't? You're, do that? you're right. We need to do that. Um, I'll make was, a motion that that our GMP be pushed back to seven o'clock on October the fourth. Okay. All of those in favor of that motion. Great. It's carried. I'm um, just going to mention a, another uh, comment or two about the September 30th day. Um, the speakers at the, um, at the, uh, oh, I think I'm mixing up my days. Pardon me. It's October 4th. The speakers on October 4th from the community um, are both a parent who was at residential school, a um, daughter and a uh, granddaughter. So past, present, future is kind of the um, theme of the speeches this year. Okay, so next on our agenda is the request for decision on the proclamation of World Cerebral Palsy Day. And who would speak to that for us? 
I'll be taking uh, counsel uh, through that, uh, Your Worship and counsel. But what you have before you is an RFD uh, um, proclaiming uh, October 6th, uh, 2021, in recognition of World Cerebral uh, Palsy Day. Um, basically, the, the big numbers you need to know is there's approximately 17 million across the world living with cerebral palsy. And uh, it is a complex uh, disability. There's one in four with CP who cannot uh, talk, one in four who cannot walk, and one in two who have intellectual disability, and one in four who have epilepsy. So CP is a lifelong disability and there is no norm cure. And with that, uh, uh, we had the recommendation before you to proclaim uh, October 6th as World Cerebral Palsy Day. Thank you. Councillors, any questions, resolutions, motions? Mr. Good? I would move that we have the, the proclamation declared. Okay, so the motion is that council will proclaim October 6, 2021 as World Cerebral, Cerebral Palsy Day. Yes. All those in favor of the motion? It is carried, thank you. Then we have various reports. So the first one is, um, uh, from uh, the Northern Lakes Community Education Committee. And uh, because the committee gets the uh, minutes approved before they can be presented, um, the May 19th minutes are included in your report. So it's kind of uh, uh, old information, but are there any questions with respect to it? I sit on that committee. Okay. The next one is the minutes of the Northern Alberta Elected Leaders uh, Committee. And I attended that as well. And again, these are June 11th minutes, even though there was a later meeting just recently. These are the approved minutes. Um, highlight there the NAEL health survey results and basically all committee or all communities in the uh, region are struggling to some extent with healthcare um, issues. Uh, we know that on a daily basis right now, but at the time of this meeting, it was uh, also COVID, but also um, with respect to keeping healthcare facilities open and also keeping um, healthcare workers um, in these communities. Any questions on that set of minutes? Okay, moving onwards, the next one is the Peace River Aboriginal Interagency Committee uh, set of minutes from June 15th, and they take a hiatus over the summer. So again, information is a little old there, but um, any questions from it? Okay, the fourth item is the Peace Library System, and this one's more recent, September 18th highlights. Uh, basically, they are carrying on. They are also having some uh, staff changes due to retirements, moves, and so forth. And they're trying to keep up with COVID changes and um, technology. And of note, uh, libraries are the group of uh, businesses, facilities 
that uh, are under the um, COVID regulation where they uh, reduce their capacity and wear masks and physical distance, basically. Okay, and is the next one, I think that's it for the reports or the rest in there too. Yeah, would if someone care uh, to move the reports? Your Worship, if you're looking for a motion on the reports, I would move uh, items one to four as okay, presented. Thank you, Mr. Needham. All those in favor? Great. Okay, Madam Deputy Mayor. Yes. Um, just on reports, the Mighty Peace Watershed Alliance, their minutes will not be approved until November. I followed up with them last week to confirm before today's meeting. Uh, so they, so whoever represents on Mighty Peace will have the November, or have our August minutes in November, or July minutes in November, pardon me. So uh, that will be forthcoming to council at that point. The library minutes will be provided for our GMP, um, we have one more meeting in September, just for knowledge for future council. Great, and thank you for your service on those uh, two committees. Uh, they're quite different, but quite interesting, I would say. <laughs> okay, so we're now on to section 10, the information items. We have a letter to Northern Sunrise with respect to their request for credit for their RCMP funding. So actually this, uh, this came from um, Minister Madhu to Northern Sunrise. Basically it tells Northern Sunrise that um, the community liaison officer and administrative positions are important, but don't, aren't ones that are um, available for credit, shall we say. Mr. Parker, anything to add to that? Yeah, yeah, basically they're just saying, hey, they're important, but not too important for them to pay for it. So that's the unfortunate situation. Um, anyway, you know, they are important. Um, at Northern Sunrise, we share that position with them. So we pay 50% and Northern Sunrise pays that. Um, it's just another basic form of downloading. Thank you. And I note the letter they're talking about the community liaison, liaison officer that we share with them. And that is different apparently than the um, other positions that are somewhat funded by the new funding formula. Uh, what are they called though? There's another category, enhanced policing positions or yeah. something like that. That's yeah. correct. No. Okay, and the second item, um, Councillor Good and myself attended a meeting with um, Rajan Salhani. Uh, she is the Minister of Transportation. And uh, I think we reported on that before, but uh, Councillor uh, Good, anything further to add to that meeting? No, just to, uh, just to repeat that I, I think, I, I can't speak for both of us, but I think I am and that we were quite impressed with the level of detail. And um, for a person who hadn't been in the portfolio for a long time, she was certainly well briefed. She was able to answer the questions pretty much directly. I was very, very impressed with, with her demeanor. I was impressed with her presentation. And I was actually also impressed um, with, I think it was Ryan Conowalik was also there. I'm impressed with both of them. It was a very, very good, open, fruitful meeting. Thank you, I would agree. Uh, any questions, councillors, on those? 
Okay, would someone move like to move the exception, acceptance of those information items? Uh, Councillor Good. All those in favor? It is carried. Okay, um, Mr. Parker, do we have any notice of motion? We have none, Your Worship. Uh, Ms. McQuaig, any comments from the public? We've received none, Your Worship. Okay. Um, key communication items. Um, I would suggest the uh, September 30th and the October 4th dates and the uh, October 6th is the uh, um, proclamation of cerebral palsy day. Any others someone would like? Okay, that would be that. And I believe we're now at section 14, which is to move into our closed sec section. Somebody care to move us that way? I'll move into closed session. Thank you, Mr. Scammerhorn. All those in favor? Good, 531, we're going into closed. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we are just waiting a minute to get everybody here. Okay, Mr. Parker, when you're ready to uh, lead this part, please. Okay, uh, Ms. McQuaig will have uh, the correction that we need to do. So she's just presented it and explain it. If council was to look at uh, page three of their agenda package, the previous meeting we had motion 09360 from Councillor Scamahorn, uh, moved that council adopt the code of ethics and conduct for municipal employees policy as presented. Um, we're requesting that council agree to amend that. The existing uh, employee policy also contains clauses around code of conduct and we would just request that those uh, a repeal of those clauses be included in the motion so that it be revised to read as presented and repeals p80 2009-01 code of ethics for municipal employees page nine of the personnel policy dated september 27 2004 so if council's willing to make that change and adopt them as amended, um, staff would appreciate it. Okay, so again, the best way to um, change the motion to add on what was what everybody intended, is it easiest to rescind the motion and redo it? That but, could be done. Yes, or, that's possible or um, amend the minutes to reflect that the motion should have read, whichever okay. council prefers. To me, that sounds a bit easier if it's all okay. Okay, so um, who would mo move the motion that uh, Ruth is going to read the um, possible motion? Scamahorn did it because that was his first, it was his motion, am I correct? Did I mess that up? You did not, sir. We. Um, did not properly we had a it's all right ruth you don't have to explain it, it, it was i was just yeah it's not okay so councillor scammerhorn is moving that council adopt the code of ethics and conduct for the municipal employees policy as presented and repeals and if miss mcquaig could read 
and repeals P80-200901, Code of Ethics for Municipal Employees, page nine of the personnel policy dated September 27th, 2004. Yes, those are all exactly my words from memory. <laughs> okay, any um, discussion, councillors? All those in favor of the motion? Okay, the motion is carried. Do we need to uh, do anything about the um, the minutes then? Um, if council is willing to adopt them as amended. It's probably wisest. Uh, it was Councillor uh, Downing who um, passed the motion for this evening's minutes. If Councillor Downing would consent to have that motion amended to read as amended. So moved, Deputy Mayor. Thank you. All those in favor? That is carried. Thank you very much. Thank you, Council, and our apologize for apologies for the oversight. Oh well, I'm glad you caught it. That's, okay. That's once. <laughs> In four um, years. Who who would like to move adjournment? Nobody, we want to stay here. Okay, Mr. Needham moves the adjournment. All those in favor at 646. Great, good. Have a good evening, everyone. Good night, good night everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody.